A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. There's no easy fix. Mega importers like Walmart and Target are paying less for containers. If there's one thing almost everyone in the furniture industry is talking about these days, it's container prices. And while the average price for a 40-foot container in the home furnishings industry ranges between four and 5,000, over this last year, they have skyrocketed to $20,000 or more. And here's the thing, large importers like Walmart and Home Depot are still paying fairly low prices for containers. This is according to Jason Miller, who's an associate professor of supply chain management at Michigan State's Eli Broad College of Business. Smaller businesses, like those in the home furnishings industry, are simply taking the brunt of the blow. Miller went on to add that this doesn't surprise him because most of those shipments do not have long-term contracts. Therefore, these price increases are disproportionately affecting smaller businesses. Miller explained, Walmart is not paying these prices and Target is not paying these prices. So this hurts the smaller importers much more than the large mega importers. Looking at what we have seen, it seems like things may have peaked around mid-September when the Shanghai to Los Angeles index was about $12,433 per 40-foot container. At the moment, I think we'll start to see that rates easing down on the spot basis as we go into Q1 and Q2 of next year because demand will start to have waned, according to Miller. Another thing he says to keep in mind is there's a pervasive effect of the ships having to wait longer at the ports. So the more ships that are waiting at the port, the less supply of vessels there is to move to other imports that need to move, and therefore, the higher the price can be. Despite grumblings from the industry, Miller also adds that he's seen no real proof of collusion, as some people have accused the shipping companies of price gouging. That's just how the market works. And he continues, demand that was very elastic and changed dramatically due to consumer spending and supply that can't quickly be added into the system. Veteran industry analyst Jerry Epperson, who's the managing director at Mann, Armstead, and Epperson, added that a labor shortage has also contributed to the problem. In 2020, we shut everything down for two months, Epperson explained, and we just can't snap our fingers and get everything back rolling. We found that a lot of those people weren't particularly happy coming back to work. Now, on top of that, ships were docked and they didn't know that they would be there for two months or 20 months. Some of those ships were slow getting back out, and carrying that a step further, there were containers here and there and that were kind of set aside, and they didn't think they needed to be there for a while, Epperson says. We ended up with a situation here within six months where we didn't have enough containers and we didn't have enough ships. And when we finally got things going, they were going all at once to all of our ports, particularly our West Coast ports. So we've had delays. Companies bid on containers with the inability to get trucks to pick them up, and they bid the trucks without enough rail to move them, and then they bid on the rail, and so everything continues to get backed up. Epperson said that it hit a peak probably about six weeks ago in early October, and many furniture companies decided not to pay over $20,000 for containers because the shipping companies wouldn't honor their original contracts that said they would have to pay around four dollars to $5,000 per container. I'm upset with Uncle Sam because they sat around and didn't do it anything until this hit the critical period, he said. What broke the camels back on this one was when we got near the Christmas season. And when Christmas and the holiday season hit, all those gifts and toys had to be in the stores. 
So here you've got the Christmas season people saying, you better buy earlier or you may not get what you want. And some furniture people are out here quoting 12 month delivery, which is obscene. He says the great frustration for everyone in our industry is that after a long, long time, all of a sudden consumers recognize the value of home furnished products. They want to buy furniture and they happen to be in a position of liquidity where they can afford to buy our products, but the industry can't get our products to them. I can't think of anything more frustrating to a retailer than having customers come in, want to buy, and you simply can't sell, said Epperson. It's just a killer to the salesman. It's a killer to the owner of the store, and it's all just tragic. As for what's on the horizon, Epperson says that every day that passes, we're getting better. And part of this is we don't have much consumer demand. And as much urgency as we had three months ago for our home furnishing products, consumers are recognizing it simply takes longer to get them. At the same time, now they began to travel and go out to restaurants and other things, he said. So I think that some will come together at a good time. Hopefully the consumer will remember what they want. And when they can get decent delivery times, they'll come back and get the furniture they wanted. Lars Jensen, who's a shipping container shipping expert and consultant, posted on LinkedIn that as of November 5th, there are still 79 vessels outside the port of LA and Long Beach, which unfortunately shows no improvement. To help improve the situation, the Biden administration is imposing new fines on carriers at these two points to try and ease the intensifying logjam of cargo ships. And last weekend, the U.S. House passed a bipartisan $1 trillion infrastructure bill designed to build and make improvements to roads, bridges, railroads, ports, and more. According to the National Retail Federation, imports at the nation's ports are expected to remain at near record levels for the rest of 2021, and traffic is expected to remain high going into the new year, with January 2022 forecast at 2.1 million TEU, which is up 7.6% from January 2021, and February at 2 million TEU, which is up 7% year over year, according to the NRF and Hackett's and Associates Global Port Tracker. However, news reports and a LinkedIn thread that will place in the show notes show that it may not just be containers that are holding everything up. A California truck ban, which says all trucks must be from 2011 or newer, and a law called AB5, which prohibits owner-operators, are also culprits. Long-term truckers in California are not investing in new trucks because California has a law that makes them illegal in 2035. The requirement is to purchase electric trucks, which don't exist. All of this data together makes it clear that this is a set of complex problems that cannot be solved overnight. And truth be told, because things can change on a week-to-week -week basis, no one knows exactly when this will end or what's in store for the future. Check out more audio stories at fam.news, where you're always part of the fam. Fam.news, the only team in the mattress business to bring you audio stories with every story. The way it should be.